You're listening to At The Mic with Keith, an independent podcast production. Welcome to this edition of At The Mic. I'm your host, Keith Malinak. If you listen to this podcast, you're likely familiar with the show that I produce on Blaze TV. It's a show called Pat Gray Unleashed. If you ever notice the artwork which accompanies each show, whether you see the show thumbnail over on the Blaze Network, maybe on the app, or maybe you go to the Pat Gray Unleashed YouTube page where you see each episode there. Well, the creative energy behind those images is the Blaze TV's own Morgan Bentley Roberts. Morgan has an artful background that stretches beyond what she does for the network. And in our conversation, we discuss all those areas of art. And speaking of which, we also discuss a band that doesn't make a bad music video. A very creative band that you should be aware of. She also clues us in on the term LARPing, which I was not familiar with whatsoever. Get ready for an education with Morgan Bentley Roberts, this week's guest on At The Mic. Morgan, thanks so much for spending time here. Yeah, happy to be here. All right. Let's start off. Let's go to the beginning. You were born in Dayton, Ohio. It's true. Okay. So how long were you there? I was only there for until I was like a toddler. So like four years. Okay. All right. So four years mm-hmm. there. And then did you move out of the state or Yeah. Where? So me and my sister, my mom moved to Oklahoma actually. Oh, wow. And then I was there until third grade. And then fourth grade, we moved to Dallas. Okay. And then all the way through high school, I was in Dallas, Texas. And then I returned to Ohio, Columbus, Ohio for my undergrad. That's weird. What got you back up there? College then? Uh, yeah. Yeah. So school, art school, Columbus College of Art and Design. I got a really nice scholarship and uh-huh. it, you know, took me back to the roots. I see. So these art colleges mm-hmm. are all of the classes, because we'll talk about what you do here, sure. because your background is very important to the, actually to the show that I'm the producer of, right. Pat Gray Unleashed. And we'll right. talk about what you do behind the scenes for that, because mm-hmm. it's very cool. These art schools, I've, I've always thought this, but I've never had someone to ask, and it just hit me. Do you take other classes there, or are they all art-related? You're taking math or science or anything like that, or is it just art stuff? No, so you have to t- you have to take all classes. I was lucky enough where I didn't have to take math, but yeah. I did have to take science and history, art history, um, psychology, all those things. But, they, I mean, you have your major, and my major was advertising and graphic design, so my core classes were rotated, like, around that. So. Okay. So just because it's called a school for art, yeah. it's still a four-year degree, right, yeah. all-encompassing. Mm-hmm. You had to get the however many credit hours, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, what, what? I have a bachelor's degree in fine arts. There you go. So. Totally makes sense mm-hmm. now. Okay, very cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, but does the art school have any sports teams or anything like that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got a yeah, bunch of art actually, majors yeah. out there, yeah? Yeah, so there is a basketball team. <laughs> okay. There is a soccer team, and there is also a LARPing team. What is, wait, what is LARPing? I'm going to have to Google this it's, right now. You know, like when people, like, <laughs> like pretend sword fight and like they wear co- costumes it's it stands for live action role playing yes game. i had no idea yes it's incredibly nerdy but <laughs> art school it brings in a very specific kind of person uh-huh and nerds are one of them so <laughs> it only makes sense and and they were so they're the most proactive group on the quad because they would meet up and practice have matches i guess like i'm not really sure yeah how do they i I, there was in high school you know there were some kids that would play these role-playing games you know dungeon and dragons or something like that yeah but i didn't know like there's a winner i mean i've literally not taken five minutes to look into this yeah you know i i i don't know it was just like oh yeah 
the LARPers are out. Like, the there LARPers they go. are out. So it's not like the Columbus College of Art and Design official NCAA team, because uh, that mean, would be... they might as well be. I mean, that is, to me, and I know I'm going to offend a lot of people here. Now I'm going to start calling it LARPing. Yeah. Uh, role-playing, mm-hmm. it just, it, it feels like things that I did when I was in elementary school... And these guys, like, never grew out of, no? Yeah, I mean, here's the thing. With, with like, that kind of person, right, they're looking for creative outlets everywhere. That's just an extension of another creative outlet. Okay. Some people, like, for myself, the way I dress is a creative outlet. That might okay. not even seem obvious as a creative outlet, but I think that's just another way that huh. people All right. can express themselves and maybe just use as, like, an escape tool. Okay, all right. And you said they had a soccer team? Yes, and don't know anything about that. Don't so. know, okay, so you don't know if they were any <laughs> no, good. And no. what was the other sport? Basketball. Bas- were they any good yeah. there? Uh, who could ever be sure? I'm sure <laughs> probably not, right? Especially compared to, like, the Buckeyes. Like, we're sharing the same city with, like, <laughs> All right, that's D- true. a D1 school. That, so who okay. cares about that's art a fair school point. Yeah. teams? All right, so did you play any sports growing up, or you're not into um, athletics? Or? No, I, I wanted to, but I was always in a weird situation where... I was lucky enough to attend really nice schools, public schools. But with that being said, the the people I was going to school with had been playing sports their whole lives. Mm. So I was never good enough compared to the people I was going to school with. So I just never made the teams, gotcha. um, which maybe in, in just general, I'm just not a good athlete. Okay. All right. Well. So, or maybe it was just because they were so advanced. I don't know. But I had interest in volleyball. Okay. Um, that did not take off. Well, um, when did you play that? Eighth grade. Okay. Eighth, seventh and eighth grade. Why? Why didn't it work out? Um, I don't. I don't know. I think there were just people who were better than me, and so it wasn't just. It just didn't. Didn't pan out. Yeah. No. Your life seems very uh, interesting. The way you grew up in Dallas, like mm-hmm. you were born in Ohio, right? But grew up primarily in Dallas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And went back to Ohio for college. Yes. So how did you get back here to Dallas? Uh, was it this job? No, it wasn't. So after I graduated, I stayed in Columbus for a few months, okay. and I was doing some freelance stuff, and that just kind of fizzled out. So I moved back here for a different job, which was in a completely different industry. I was still a graphic designer, but okay. I got. I started to outgrow that job really quickly because the the graphics team was not very big and I was just looking for there to be more, something mm-hmm. I could contribute to, something that, you know, would contribute to me. And then I applied here. And I was like, why am I doing this? Because I don't know if you've seen my portfolio. No. Is there a place where people can go online to, yeah, to see it? Yeah. Let's give the... It's uh, mrroberts.com. And that's the whole word, M-I-S-T-E-R. M-I-S-S, miss. Oh, my bad. Mr. Roberts. Okay, M-I-S-S-T-E-R, and then another R, Uh roberts.com. Yep. Okay, so uh, you keep talking, and I'm going to that website and check out your portfolio. So that, that, I mean, my my body of work is incredibly eccentric. Like, it's, it's very loud. It's involved with pop culture there's you know it's very conceptual based and i I was like you know i i'm interested in getting involved in media which is why i applied here wait who who designed this website who hosts it with this uh this person floating around i designed all of it (laughs) so you 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 can do web design and all that stuff so you don't just submit this stuff to somebody you handle all of this stuff too yeah i'm too much of a control freak to be like oh here's my idea Uh, (laughs) control freak so He's ri- is, he's writing down control for yep, just, sure just How do for you know those this? who yes. can't see. I love this. I love this. This is uh, very eccentric. Yep, I see this. Uh, it's a good way to describe yeah, it. Yeah. So when I got called in for an interview, I was like, <laughs> "What could they possibly want?" You know, because conservative media, right? Like that that only has 
You, you thought we were boring. So you thought boring. we were boring. No, not no? even boring. No? It's just like there's guidelines, right? You can't. Okay. You have a viewer to please. You have to keep them happy. Yeah, um, you probably don't have too many opportunities to. Well, I was about to say. I was going to say to put a, a dog's head on a on a person's body, but actually, now that I think of some of the things you've done for Pat's yeah, show. Yeah, you know what? Yeah. Let me tell you what. It has not been boring at all. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, so when I got called in for the interview, I was just let's see what they let's want. See what happens. And when I met Alexander, he was like. I was so impressed with your portfolio. I want you to do that, but for us. Are you serious? Wow. It's so rare to get asked to do something that you specifically do. Nonetheless, yeah. and something you don't expect conservative media. Mm-hmm. And I've never been told at any other liberal-based job, we want you to do exactly what, what, Interesting. Yeah, what huh. you do. They you, always, you would think they would want the creativity yeah, and the outside and that, the box. That, that just wasn't and hasn't been the case for me. Granted, I haven't been doing this out in the professional world very long, uh-huh. but never, never have I been asked to do that. That's cool. Yeah. Well, that's really cool. Yeah. What you do, and jump in if I get any of this wrong, mm-hmm. because I will. Since we've started putting Pat Gray Unleashed, that program is part of the Blaze TV lineup. We've started to put the full shows up on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And so every day there's a theme of the show or the title of the show or something like that that gets submitted to you. Right. And maybe some ideas of what we're thinking. Hey, could you maybe put Joe Biden's head on whatever, you know? Right, right. One of my favorite ones of all time that you did is the Moses image, the image of Charlton Heston as Moses with the locust flying yeah, around. Right. Because we just were talking about biblical, uh, basically doomsday yeah. prophecy stuff happening, you know, with volcanoes and viruses and stuff. And you came up with that great image. That's the kind of stuff that you come up with. Right. So it's it's fun because you guys are here, you're doing the episode, and then someone from your team is like, hey, here's an idea. So actually, it's not really my idea. The concept comes from you guys, which sure. I love. And then they provide images of like, hey, maybe think of, you know, doing this with that. And so it's up to me to make that image actually happen, which I love because of you guys sharing ideas with me mm-hmm. and then... I'm the one visually making it happen, which I think is just so exciting because that's like the best form of collaboration. You host the idea and then I take together these these resources and hopefully it comes together. Well, it's great. The stuff that you do. Thank uh, you. Are there other people in your family that are creative like this or are you kind of the one that sticks out like a sore thumb? Or uh, <laughs> My mom studied art okay. and she's like a really phenomenal artist, but as far as being the most eccentric, that would definitely be me. I, I would say I stick out. But <laughs> that's not to say that my, my family isn't creative. Like my sister sings. And that's, my mom. That's what I was going to ask yeah. you. Is your sister similar to you? The direct opposite? Uh, or <laughs> we're, we're similar, but we're also very different. Okay. And I know a lot of people say that about their siblings. We have the same sense of humor, mm-hmm. but everything else is incredibly different. How we're, close are y'all in age then? So we're only two years apart. There you go. Mm-hmm. That's helpful. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. So... You've kind of already touched on this. I wanted to ask you, when you were a kid, did you think that this is the kind of job you would do? I guess more of the question is, when did you realize you had a gift for art and that was something you wanted to pursue? And I guess the follow-up to that would be, were you just thinking, I'm going to find a way to make sure that this is the kind of thing that I'm doing for a living? Yeah, so I think in high school, I took a graphic design class and I failed it. Whoa. Yeah, and then the next year I applied to art school and then got a really solid scholarship. So I was like, what's going on? You know, you're supposed to receive this kind of like 
approval through the years of like what you should be doing and then right. pursue that mm-hmm. and when i got this mixed message i was like okay and well, how old were you again when this happened when i failed that graphic design class mm-hmm. i was a junior in high school or no i'm sorry i was a sophomore in high school okay. and then the next year i was a junior still you're getting kind of close to decision yeah, exactly, time exactly exactly so i was like when you have that gut feeling of this is something that i know could be good I had that and it was strong enough where I was, okay, I'm just going to keep going. And then when I submitted this really lousy portfolio (laughs) and got not only approval, but like, you know, a gift to go to the school. um, Right, right, right. It it just, the shoe fit. I've always had in my mind that it was something that I was interested in and something I could definitely make a career out of. Mm -hmm. And I think it was the right choice. I don't know, though, that I was always clear, like when I was a kid, that I was, I'm going to be a graphic designer. So how many different schools did you try to get into? And were they all art-related schools? Yeah, so I I considered um, applying to multiple universities, mm-hmm. but I just didn't have the confidence to. And I was going to go for sports medicine. If I were going to go to Alabama State, Bama was so interesting to me because their sports medicine program is really great. Okay. And I knew a lot of great athletes that were going to be enrolled at the same time that I would be. And so it was either a sports medicine route or it was wow. the art and design route. But you don't have a big background in sports, huh? Or- well, here's the thing. And through high school, I was in sports medicine because I couldn't play the sports. I, w- I wanted to be around the hype. And so okay. that was my way of doing it. And so I got really great at taping wrists and ankles uh-huh. and like doing pre-treatments and after game treatments and I was the Gatorade girl. Uh-huh. <laughs> so nice. I was the water girl. That's I was fun. the um, the token water girl. The token so, water girl. So, okay. yeah, it was. So how close were you to almost going down that path? I, I would not say very close. Okay. No. All right. Very good. Now, you're obviously art inclined and a control freak, as we learned earlier. <laughs> okay. But control freak is not like. You just want to have the final say? Or maybe how, not. Right? E- well, maybe not even the final. Well. Maybe in some yeah. cases, yeah. I, I think it's just like because you're talking to a control freak right yeah. now, okay? <laughs> and so it's maddening when you have your hand in something, but you aren't the decider, I guess. Yeah, I think it's not even the decider. It's it's like when you've done something so many times, you can see the outcome of it before yeah. it even happens. Mm-hmm. So when something starts to move in a way that you know is just going to be terrible. You know that, that that's a train track we shouldn't be going right. down. I mean, and it's like... I, I wouldn't say that's a control freak. That's just you using experience just well, to guide an outcome, no? I think so, but like, <laughs> at what point do you kind of let go and uh-huh. just let it happen and hopefully right. it doesn't go the wrong way? But, well, I'm right there with you. Yeah. I, I, I've seen enough derailments to try to warn others, hey, uh, yeah. but I'm guessing that the way you signal trouble ahead for others is probably much less abrasive than how I do it. Let's put it that way. Could be. Could be. Could be. Okay. So you, you've held other jobs. Mm-hmm. You've worked in retail. You've worked in child care. Mm-hmm. Let's start with the retail. Okay. Like, what kind of job are we talking about? I worked for Foot Locker. Oh, cool. When I was in college. And in Columbus, the, the location I was at is actually the second highest volume for Whoa. Foot Locker after Times Square. Wow. So like I was... Busy. Busy. Yeah, and I was selling a lot of shoes. You so, were probably crashing at the end of uh, the day. Yeah, oh my God, yeah. I've always loved like retail. I love fashion. I love trendy stuff. And so that job was really fun because I got to see what was coming in, what was going out, like what customers liked. Yeah. And like because we were such a high volume store, we got a lot of the newer products. So I was exposed to like a lot of stuff. Nice. Um, yeah, it was cool. 
Wait, wait. Do you make commission at a Foot Locker? Yeah. Oh, barely. But no. yeah, it's. I think it was like one percent of your cell. Something wow. really incredibly low. You've been a nanny. Oh yeah. Taking care of what I call OPKs. Uh huh. Other people's kids. Mm-hmm. I like that term. Yeah. Uh, but wow. there's another question later on that you absolutely never want to have children. So how does that work? Do you just love other well, people's here's kids? The here's the thing. I think kids are great. I think childhood development is incredibly important. And being able to help form that and impact that is something that's always been really like close to me. And working as a nanny, I got to see where like kids were just kind of going without certain guidance. And mm-hmm. like I, I would grow really close to them and want to help them. And I always enjoy that kind of work. But with that being said, you learn this isn't for me. Um, no? I, I think I, I think I would be a great mother. It's just I think it's almost irresponsible to have kids if you're not ready. You know, like I think it's just having kids is such a such an investment, such an important thing. When you're not fully there, like why did you do it? You why know? did you do this? So, okay. So could you change your mind on that, you I think? think so. I okay. think if I had a good enough partner who... Yeah. It's funny. I was actually just talking about this, I think, yesterday. It's like if I had a partner who I was like, there needs to be more of you, <laughs> I, I think I think I would... I would change my mind, but That's as of funny. now, I'm like... There's nobody that fits that description, <laughs> there's so... There's no one no that fits you. that description. That's so. awesome. Okay, so, and that goes on to the next question. You know, you're not married, and I just, I love, because I send out emails uh, to everyone. I talk about this on, on the show. I send out emails ahead of time and ask questions, and absolutely not was the answer <laughs> under any kids. Do you have any kids? Absolutely not. And are you married? Absolutely not. So I think we just answered this. Uh, could you also change your tune on marriage as well or absolutely yeah. not? No, 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 no. When I say absolutely not, it was more like absolutely not. Thank, Thank you, God, that I <laughs> am still forming as an individual because I can't think of anything more like just a, a nightmare than to be like half baked and then being with someone else who is also half baked. And then <laughs> together you're trying to like figure out things. Uh, it's like I'd rather be a whole unit before trying to find another one that's well said yeah sure you have a business i uh, do and this is pretty interesting where can people find because you make and sell earrings yes you still do this this isn't just something you did in college you still do this so how can people find your stuff is it is not through the uh missroberts.com you can find it through there there is a there is a mavernine page but it's shopmavernine.com Gotcha. How do you spell that? S-H-O-P-M-A-V-O-U-R-N-E-E-N.com. That's uh, shop, M-A-V-O-U-R-E-E-N. N-E-E-N. N-E- I'm going to screw this up. No, it's a, it's, it's, it's a difficult name. How do it's they, a special name. How do they find... So that's your... You came up with that. Uh-huh. So, so that's not like... A, you're not an affiliate. That is no, no, your no, website. No, no, That is all me. You got to come up with something easier. Like, can we do I don't a, know. I think Mavernine's special. Well, maybe we do a tiny URL so that people yeah, don't have to worry about true, typing it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. People are... Like me? You know? Yeah. Yeah. Need a little special help. That's me. That's me. <laughs> and uh, for fun, you make music. I do. That is pretty cool. And, you know, I have a, another question here. In- interesting talents that you have. And I think, correct me if I'm wrong, the music that you make would be 
on drums and the piano? Any other instruments? I don't own my own set of drums. Okay. Um, but you're but self-taught. Piano, yeah, How did you teach yourself on drums uh, if you don't own them? Yeah, so here's the thing. When I was growing up, my family went to a church, and when service was out, I would always find the worship leader and be like, can I go just play around on the drums? Nice. And I, as I kept doing that, I was able to learn them. And then my best friend who I met in college, her family's from Columbus, so we would often go home and visit her family, and they had a set of drums. Oh, cool. So I was able to... You got enough time. Yeah, exactly. So I was able to, like, really form that and practice that. And Hang on a second. My stepbrother used to own a set of drums, Mm -hmm. and he would only come over to where I lived every other weekend. Mm -hmm. So for three days, he would bang on the drums, okay? Your friend and... More to your friend's parents mm-hmm. and the people at the church mm-hmm. while you were just jamming. Yep. They must have had a lot of patience. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You know, here's the thing. Because they're loud, you know? They, they are loud. And, like, if someone's not rhythmic, they're awful. Uh-huh. I mean, they are awful. But I think I just am rhythmic. Just and good so, for you. Yeah. yeah. So I just, like, wasn't, I don't think, as maybe in the beginning. Okay. It was painful. I like, just, oh, there she goes on the stage again with the drums. Uh-huh. But, um... <laughs> I, I don't know. I think I, it was something that I was able to pick up and, and you, enjoy. Yeah, you taught yourself the piano as well, Yes, right? okay. yeah. So I still... You got a piano? That I you have a keyboard. Play? Okay, mm-hmm. well, that's cool. Yeah. So I have always wanted to learn one song by Toad the Wet Sprocket. Okay. okay? I want to learn to play the drums, but I really have no interest beyond just learning one song just because it sounds cool. Yeah. So someone that has, I mean, moderate rhythm. I mean, I'm not... You know, I'm not... Oh, you keep instruments? Yeah. Okay, that's about... That's my rhythm right there. Okay. How long is it going to take me to learn a song if I ever sat down and tried to learn it? Um, well, with YouTube, what a gift. Yeah, Um, that's a good point. You probably would be... do that. Hours deep. I mean, not even days. Maybe with recording and everything. A weekend, I'd say. But if you're, like, rhythmic enough, Hmm. and you know the drums enough, um, I think you should be just fine. Okay, I'll give it a try. Uh, But I got to find drums. You know, uh, that's the problem. Well, tell me about it. Yeah. If you figure that out, because those are very expensive. Yeah. So wait, do you live in a house or an apartment? I like, live in an apartment. Oh, so you should not be buying drums anytime soon. Well, but soon. I have a garage. Okay. Which is also under an apartment. So maybe not. Yeah. Yeah. So do you play the drums or the piano better? I would say the drums. Okay. Very mm-hmm. cool. Very cool. Because I'm left-handed. So I actually have to turn my keyboard upside down because I can't move... That my I can't move my right hand as quickly as I can my left hand. So where I need the proper wow, leg. yeah. So I have to you're either play like, like this, or I literally yeah. turn my keyboard upside down. <laughs> you're you're the Jimi Hendrix of drums or of uh, piano. I, what does that even mean? Uh, well, he he had to turn a guitar upside down to play. It. Oh, okay, forget, yeah, yeah. Forget how young you are. Sorry. Well, I I, mean, I know Jimi Hendrix, but it's just like I didn't ever watch yeah. him perform or know any of his quirks or anything. No, that's cool. That's really cool. I probably have that fact wrong. I'll vet it and then all I'll just... I know is like he did some weird like like he got really heavy into drugs. Yeah, and, like, that was the sixties. Abused them in a really harsh way, like physically cutting his body and like. Oh wow! Oh no! I, yeah. yeah, that's good stuff. Yeah, there. yeah. Let's see here. I'm just trying to. Yeah, so he was left-handed. <laughs> wait, wait, Al Hendricks was that his dad? Believed playing left-handed was a sign of the devil. Yeah, the left hand's the devil's hand. I've never heard that. Oh, and so, yeah, so he God would restring right-handed because... guitars. Yeah, okay. Wow. All righty. So noted. Freak. Okay. 
You, so you also like to watch local bands perform? I do. Any any local bands here that uh, um, you want to give a shout out to? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> with with all the kindness, I and here's the thing. I think there's a lot of talent, but as far as like performances, I I've been very underwhelmed. Okay. All right. And your favorite musical genre? Now, now keep in mind that's the question in the email, folks. Favorite musical genre? And she comes up with indie, alternative, R&B, soul, classic hip hop. All of them, huh? Everything. Okay, I like a lot of music. I don't, as a pastime, listen to country music, which I think is probably a crime around here. (laughs) I think country music's, like, fun to dance to, like, country dancing. But I don't like to just sit there and listen to it. No. No. No, Okay, Okay. good. I'm in a safe place. Oh, you're totally in a safe place. In fact, one of the things I regularly do is mock country music because it's something that anyone can sing. Yes. You can take any song whatsoever mm-hmm. and make it into a country song. Yeah, and you know, I find that that people who listen to country music are like, "Well, I can't listen to any any other music cuz they're talking about a bunch a bunch of, you know, crap, whatever." And I'm like, "Well, no, all music talks about the same stuff because we're all living, mm. you know, so like we're all dealing with the same things. It's just Sing like it they say way. it in a different way." Yes, exactly, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's the same language just in a different formula. Sure. Different uh, formula. Yeah. I almost forgot. Go back to the most intriguing talent. Forget the musical instruments. Oh, yeah. I mean, Forget there's all of so it. many musicians Forget in the world. It. Yeah. It's the Rubik's Cube that you can do from start to finish in four to five minutes. Yeah, that's I, slow, too. I've spent... I've been on this earth for more than four decades, mm. and I still can't no. solve a Rubik's Cube. Thank you. Rubik's Cube. And yet, I mean, how long did it take you originally when you first did you take all day or did it take um so when i was in sixth grade i got my first rubik's cube and i spent the whole christmas break just trying to solve one side and i figured that out okay so but they but it wasn't solved correctly so like once like the pieces have a place and over the years i was i just kept solving one side and then i i've i learned how to put them in place correctly Uh uh-huh and then one day i took a part of rubik's cube because it's like how how do these square pieces move on like a center like that yeah. doesn't make sense to me well it turns out there is like in fact a, a core like a ball yeah. in the middle each of them oh. And then, like, oh in the middle of the and then i realized that the center of each side never changes so the white side's always the white side the blue is always the blue so on and so forth nice. so once you realize that then you realize oh so these pieces actually have a home and it's not like oh all the white on one side all the blue it's like no they're each each piece actually has a spot on huh. like the three by three grid See, now what I did when I was a kid, I just started peeling stickers off, oh, you know, moving them around. Look, on. I did it, y'all. Oh, Look at that. No, 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 no. <laughs> Why is it all sticky and all this residue yeah. from, yeah. <laughs> yeah, my bad. Okay, my question was, what is something people don't know about you? You recently modeled for GQ magazine. That's <laughs> yeah. awesome. Yeah. How, is that is that something that you've done in the past? Do you have a modeling background or is it just this one-time thing? Or how, How'd you get that? Yeah, so I don't have a professional modeling background. Like, I've never been signed with an agency, but I always modeled for photographers in Columbus. Okay. Um, so I, I was known that way with local photographers. Okay. One of those photographers is also my best friend who mm-hmm. recently moved to Los Angeles, okay. and she's been working with GQ Magazine. So she got this gig there where they're like, Hannah, we want you to go to this new restaurant photograph the food and we need you to find models to go eat the food and photograph them eating the food oh no yeah so she she calls me she's like morgan you're my friend you're also photogenic would you like to do this i was like are you kidding so you're telling me i go sit there eat free food Uh and you take pictures of me 
Absolutely. Do you get to approve them first so you don't have like noodles hanging out of your mouth no, or whatever? I mean, I mean, no. So it, I don't get any say in which photos, but like obviously I got to see them before she sent yeah, them off. And then GQ really cool. picks what they want in their in their um, magazine. And yeah, so it was like it was a cool gig. That is cool. Okay. I ask this question. What's something you want to accomplish in your lifetime? Most people might scribble out, you know, one or two word sentences or whatever. You've got, there's five things listed here, which I think is super cool. Yes, we're going to go through all of them. Okay. <laughs> I've never had anyone say, I'd like to host a TED Talk. That's cool. My follow-up is, on what subject? It depends what I master by then, um, or what I've learned, or what I'm able to share. Um, what a great response. I don't know. It depends on what I know at that point. That's yeah. a good point. Yeah. Well, I mean... You know, right now, if they came to you, right now, you got to uh, do a TED Talk. You got five minutes to prepare. Go. Uh, what are you going to talk about? Human connection. Huh. I think um, we're in a time where empathy and human connection has become so um, taken advantage of and mm. overlooked that it's like to share experiences of, especially in a political background, right? Is like, I think there's this lack of forgetting like we're all people mm-hmm. and regardless, like, not to be hippy dippy like love should come first, but there should be this common love for one another that I don't see, especially when it comes to the two sides politically. That is just like the way I hear certain people talk about people they're not familiar with, mm-hmm. as if they're not even people at all. And I'm like, are you forgetting? Yeah, no, that's that's a good point, and and I'm glad you bring this up because on Pat's show, I flippantly said, I I just don't like people. I don't like people. Uh, what's true? I'm not a people person. So how great that he's hosting a podcast where he sits down and talks to people. But no, I think I really misspoke. It's not that I can't stand people or I don't like people. It's that I can't stand the things that people do, like bad habits or, yeah. or just annoying stuff. And I think that what has happened to me and made me such a cynic toward the human race in general is just seeing the people that have this wonderful existence with YouTube channels off of the most inane stuff. We are living idiocracy because yes. people are lapping this crap up and it just drives me to the point of like, oh my gosh, yeah. who am I more annoyed with? The person right. who has this channel or the people that are downloading it every day? Mm-hmm. They work together. They keep each other in business. So so how do we come together without annoying the hell out of each other? You know, I don't know that we'll ever master that. And there's probably <laughs> a good reason why we won't. Um, but I think there's a way that we need to change our thinking about things that are different and things that mm. we're not familiar with is just because it's different and just because it's new doesn't make it bad. Mm. It just makes it different. It makes does, it new. And that doesn't mean you need to accept it. And that doesn't mean you need to change your life for it. That just means that you still need to acknowledge it as something that coexists with you. How does that jive with a, uh, control freak? Uh, you know, <laughs> you know, um, I, I think I do pretty good with that, honestly. Okay. I think I'm slow to adjustments, um, mm-hmm. but once I adjust, I'm fine. Okay. You want to start a nonprofit? Yeah. In what area are we talking about? I think it would be something, it'd probably be an extension of my current business. Mm-hmm. Um, because how May Running started is I was actually, um, have you ever heard of the YWCA? It's like yeah. the women. Absolutely. Yeah. So I'm it, old, remember? Oh, right, right. So the the women's centers in Columbus, I was going and um, volunteering there and to spend time with the art group, I would have them help me make pom-poms, which I make these like giant pom-pom earrings. 
And um, are, are you wearing today homemade earrings? I'm not. Or no, they're just these big are just, loop earrings. These are just which hoops. reminds me, before I forget, one of the things I do during all of these interviews. I don't like calling them interviews. These conversations is I take a picture for for oh, the uh, oh, okay. podcast. So, uh, me, so I, if they were if they were self created uh, oh, earrings, no, no, then is... I was going to make sure that they stood out there. So say cheese. Here we go. And there we go. like that. Oh, hold on, on the earrings, real quick. Yeah. See, I have I have no talent with arts and crafts. Okay. I like, would they like... would just be a gloopy glob of yes. what a mess. Mm-hmm. How many trial and errors before you started saying, hey, you know what, I got this? <laughs> a few. Okay. A few. Basically, I saw something that I didn't want to pay for, and I was like, how can I make that? <laughs> that's awesome. That's that's what would motivate me to make change in the world. Yeah. You know what? I'm how, too cheap to pay I for not, this. Yeah, how can I not pay for that, but instead make it? <gasps> yeah. um, that's like the motto of my whole life. Uh-huh. Um, nice. But it, it started as that, and then it simultaneously, that happened with a project where I had to volunteer and so I was like, how can I spend time with this volunteer job and do something that I'm interested in? And that's how it kind of created. So I think the nonprofit would be something adjacent to my business where it's women who are being introduced back into society, whether they're recovering from drug abuse uh-huh. or reentering from their inmates, whatever. How can I provide an opportunity where they can reestablish just skill sets and, that's cool. you know, an identity back into our society. Very good. And you've talked about your business and how do you advertise that? Because one of the things I like people to do trying to get in the habit of remembering this is giving out their social media. Mm. I know that you uh, have an Instagram at, uh, I'm going to spell this and you, mm-hmm. yeah, MR underscore mm-hmm. M-I-S-S-T-E-R. So it's Mr. Space, Mr. So right. MR underscore M-I-S-S-T-E-R. Mm-hmm. Do you advertise a lot through that? Or? I do. I have okay. a separate Instagram account called Shop Name, same as the See? website. See, there we go. Now, I, I'm not even <laughs> going to try to spell that. You you can spell it's that. Just, it's the same as the website, okay. just the at Shop on Instagram. Yeah. And um, we do, the link is also in the bio there. Cool. Um, but I oh, do, good. That's helpful. The great thing about being a designer is I can make whatever I want for my own advertisement. Uh-huh. So, and I have best friend photographers. So I have like a really <laughs> good great, connections. Yeah. I have really great resources and really beautiful photographs to work with of different models wearing earrings and um, different age groups wearing earrings, nice. which I love because I find that a lot of trendy things are geared towards younger audiences. And it's like, well, what about, you know, like the older audiences who love, to be trendy as well, you know? So That's cool. Yeah. That's great. You want to live and work in New York City. Oh, I am cut from that fabric. Of, I figured, you know, that makes sense since you're into art and fashion and stuff. Right, right. It, I mean, yeah. It, I think just that that ability to be around all those different things would be great. But just, like, not having a car. <laughs> I love the idea of just being able to, like, hop on the transit and get 30 minutes away and not have to be stuck in a box. I mean, stuck in a bigger box, but with people, right? And that's fun. Instead of being like stuck bumper to bumper and like sitting 30 minutes to get See, two minutes away. I got to have my Awful. isolation. No, thank Awful. you. I got to have my uh, autonomy oh, and be able to control my yeah. car and go where I, exactly where I want to go. Yeah. Have you visited New York? I have, yeah. I have a lot of okay. friends in New York. So, so I go. it's not just this romanticized version no, uh, no, no. in your head. Mm-mm. Okay. No, I know it can be nitty gritty gross, but yeah, I, I love it. Mm, I do. Okay, well, 
As someone who's lived and worked in New York City, not lived in New York City, but worked there. Did you transit in and out, or did mm-hmm. you drive, or what? Yeah, we lived way out in western Jersey. Got as far away from the city as we could. And I will say, of all the places we've lived, we've lived in some less populated places. Mm-hmm. I have never, ever seen the sky as beautiful as it does in western Jersey. I can't really? believe I'm saying that. New York City, an hour away, mm-hmm. and yet the sky was beautiful. I think the only place, and it was a place I visited, not lived, was Los Alamos, New okay. Mexico. Mm-hmm. But Western Jersey, the nighttime sky, beautiful. That's it's really probably because the- of the pollution. Oh, don't do this. No, don't do this. <laughs> no, I'm serious. The better the sunset, mm. the worse the levels of like everything's. Wait, but we have great sunsets here. Well, no, don't do it. I'm not listening um... to this. No. Well, anyway, good luck on uh, getting to New Thank York. You. Uh, yeah, doing my yeah. best. Because mm-hmm. that's where we came from. Yeah, I know. I, I'm like, how did? You how are the... we overlapping here? Yeah. So, how old are you right now? If I'm I'm 24. 24. Mm-hmm. So, when he moved here, when Glenn moved his operations, Glenn Beck is who we're speaking of. You were about 16. So you wouldn't. Yeah, have, no. Yeah. Okay, wouldn't have worked out yeah. for it exactly. You want to go to grad school to study I what? I do. That is also to be announced. Just because. <laughs> I think grad school is such a special time. It's supposed to be something just for you to figure something out, and I don't know what that is. Mm. Um, Good luck. Yeah. Because that might lead to a TED Talk. Yeah, it's Ta-da. true. It's true. <laughs> who, who could ever be sure? What does this mean? Score a video game. What does that even it's mean? like uh, write the music for... Oh, score. Okay, I'm, I'm thinking when you're trying to get score. a high school, what's I'm happening? I'm trying to be the top winner. Yeah, yeah no, remember, no, no, no. remember the theme of this podcast that is... That is so funny. I'm old. That is so funny. No, just Got like it. write the music That's for... Cool. I, I hate video games, which mm-hmm. is really funny. Yeah. I, I don't understand playing them. I don't understand people who watch YouTube videos of someone playing a video game. Oh my game. gosh, what it's is so that? It's so weird. What it's is that? So weird. With it's like, my kids and their cousins oh sitting around God. watching the other one play yeah. a game? That's stupid. It's so stupid, but that's what they like, so whatever. But I think video games always have really fun music. Um, not music yeah. that I like want to plug up I and listen you. to, I'm but like, it's just fun. Yeah. Um, so like maybe that's something eventually I'll be able to do. Can you write music? Uh, <laughs> or you just play I it? I, I can. No, I think I can write music, but I don't know how to. I I can remember what I wrote, but I don't know how to actually like, write it. You know right. what I'm saying? So someone else can't play it, but I can show them how to play it. Exactly. I've had so many thoughts in my head of like mm-hmm. this would be a great song mm-hmm. you don't do anything where they don't record it i love the story of john tesh he talks about how he's at the airport about to uh board a plane and he came up with the iconic nba on nbc mm-hmm. theme song and he called his house before we had smartphones and left a recording on his answer that machine so funny. yeah and, and he's just he's just he, he tells this story and he's singing into the microphone i do that i do that with my voice memos when i'm like if i'm driving home or whatever and i get an idea uh-huh. i'll send it to my voice memos so when i get home or when i remember to Perfect. actually accomplish it uh-huh. yeah so my voice memos are like incredibly embarrassing for that reason <laughs> <laughs> well that's what i was going to ask you how many voice memos oh, are you backed God. up like is there there was one point where i was i i would just record 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 so it was just like Louisville because it picked up on my my geolocation it'd be like Louisville one and then it's all the way at like 60 something <gasps> so like if that tells you anything that's funny yeah you got a lot of uh, ideas that you oh, need to get cracking God. on uh any regrets <laughs> oh no better better stated because the answer on the email was so many. So many. Any that you want to so, discuss here? That's such a funny question. Um, <laughs> I don't know that I have any that are intricate enough where I'm like, yeah, I regret doing X, Y, and Z. 
um, in reality, it would be like A through Z, but um, <laughs> nothing worth starting a story about. Gotcha. I mean, yeah, mm-hmm. but so many. I mean, come on. <laughs> right. And, and, and just so you know, you're one of the lucky ones. Oh. I haven't had that question. I added that question in the last few oh, days. Okay. I was going to so, ask you. I was going to ask you, right. what, what are other answers? Uh, believe me, I wish I could redo my Jeffy interview and ask that question. It might end up being a, a, a 40 hour long podcast that day. <laughs> Anyhow, bucket list. You want to live abroad? I do. Whereabouts? I don't know. Um, mm-hmm. I'm, I really like South America. Um, the most recent place I visited was Colombia. Okay. And I, I, loved, I loved being there. Um, Very cool. But, you know, with that being said, like, I don't know that it, it would be the safest option. Yeah. So um, I, I, I don't know. So I'm really attracted to South America, but I don't really have a place in mind. Israel. You want to visit there? I do. What's got you motivated to uh, go there? I So my best friend who I keep bringing up, mm-hmm. her family is um, from Israel and she she's Jewish. And I've learned a lot about their culture and their religion and just like the whereabouts of where they're from. And I've always... Have had an attraction to Israel, but that's like kind of made it something like that I want to pursue. Yeah. Um, but other than that, okay. like, yeah, I mean, just the idea of it is really great. You want to learn another language? I do. Do you know which language you want to learn? Probably Spanish first, because that's like the practical. Most, yeah, that's the most useful, especially mm-hmm. in the South and anywhere really. But sign language would be fun. I think it's something that's overlooked and people don't consider. It was a time. My wife and my kids taught me the sign language alphabet. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've forgotten every letter now, so I'm not even Here's able to. A, Thank you. A, B, B, C, C. D. Okay, yeah. we'll do this all day. <laughs> so I, I, I would like to at least go back and and relearn that. Yeah, I'm just ashamed that I've uh, just forgotten over well, the years. Well, it's like a muscle memory. Yeah. I'm sure. Again, one YouTube video away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got so much free time to to sit there and learn yeah. the. Mm-hmm. ASL alphabet. Yeah. Okay. You want to run a half marathon mm-hmm. at some point. Why not the full one? Uh, it just seems like a halfway goal. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's funny. I am I am a halfway on a lot of things. Um, <laughs> I don't know because our bodies are machines, but they're not machines that are meant to run that much. I think if you, if you make yourself compete that hard, there's something within you that really hates yourself because we're not meant to do that. Like, yeah. we're not meant to run that hard that long and for why. And people, like, literally break toes, hurt their joints, and, like, whatever. So I think a half marathon is just enough where it's, like, I, can, I know I can do this, and I probably could do the full thing, but I like myself enough not to. You don't want to pass out yeah. halfway through the race. But you'd have to train, right? Right. I mean, that's still 13 miles, right? Yeah, that's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot of miles. I've only done 5Ks. Okay, so how... How much uh, training lead up would you need in order to do a half marathon? I would say years. I would say years for me, for my level of running. Um, I run every day. I run a mile a day. At okay. Least. Um, but like I said, I've only trained for 5Ks, which is a little over three miles. Um, yeah. Like barely over three miles. When you go for these runs, mm-hmm. how many miles are you doing? I do at least a mile every day, but I, I don't do anything more than three at a time because I run every day. You're going to have some training to do. Yeah, that if that's you're what I'm saying. It's, it's a bucket miles. list. It wasn't in my accomplishments. That's true. That's true. List. That's a bucket list. All right. Anything we've missed? Anything you want <laughs> to go back over or uh, cover that, that we haven't uh, sufficiently addressed here? Um, no, I, I feel pretty good. Feel pretty good? I feel pretty well like identified. Yeah, yeah. I think this is good. All right, cool. So 
Instagram is at Mr. Underscore. Yeah, at Mr. M-R underscore M-I-S-S-T-E-R. Mr. Mr. And the website, yeah. You know there's a band, right? Mr. Mr., yeah. Okay, just making sure. God, and they were so fun. Because I'm old. Their album, one of their album covers where they're like in a blue background and they're like covered in balloons. And they're like all in dresses. So cool. You know a band that I think would speak to you Tell is me. OK Go. Oh, yeah, they're great. Their videos? And their music videos are so good. Okay, the music videos of OK Go are the reason that the internet was invented. Yeah, I would agree. They hey. were one of the first YouTube videos. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Are you talking about the treadmill video? Yeah, or, the, uh, oh. the treadmill one, the one where they set off all the simple machines to do things. Yeah, one of the first YouTube videos? One of the most popular. Most popular. Okay, I got yeah, you. Yeah, okay, very was, good. <clears throat> yeah. yeah, no, uh, seriously, folks, go to YouTube, look at any OK Go video their music is great. Yeah, that's true. As just music. Right. Then you couple it with their videos that are so creative. I mean, you talk about outside the box. Uh, we could all come together with YouTube videos of OK Go. Mm-hmm. Your website is MrRoberts.com. That's M-I-S-S-T-E-R Roberts.com. Thank you so much. Yeah. I appreciate it, Morgan. Thanks uh, for having yeah, me. Yeah, Morgan Bentley Roberts, mm-hmm. Blaze TV. Oh, that's what I wanted to say. Oh, yeah. The um, the YouTube videos, that's when I started thinking about YouTube. Every day, if you want to see her artwork, her fresh artwork every day, look for Pat Gray Unleashed, that's the thumbnail, mm-hmm. on YouTube for his shows every day. Thanks so much. Mark. Yeah, that was fun. This has been At The Mic with Keith, an independent podcast production. Look for At The Mic Show on Twitter to connect. 